0: Episode thirty two of Slam City, that's right folks. It's Raymond Morrow. It's Mr. Mech here on Dunk Three Sixty. You know, of course we have a lot to discuss in today's show from the Super Bowl of last Sunday to the Knicks and the drama of them continuing over and over and over again. I mean <laughs> it's just it's a disaster, man. I mean you see we seen what happens. It's yeah. just it's, it's ridiculous.
1: At this point everybody's seen it. Yeah. There's no getting away from it that players and other teams have seen it. ESPN has it on constant tick. Y- you're not getting away from the mess that is Dolan and company.
0: It's just it's 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 heartbreaking because you know, you look you look at uh well, of course we'll go the Knicks later, but let's let's talk a little bit about the Super Bowl here because
1: please, much l- more entertaining.
0: Let me let me let me tell you something about the Super Bowl. How
1: how how mad did it make you?
0: Not only it made me mad, it just made me like, oh my god, this guy's gonna do it again <laughs> and again. And I'm just like, are the Falcons even playing in, in the in the second half? Because they were destroying them in the first half. I mean, like, let's, let's recap this whole situation. You know, first quarter, it was 0-0. I was like, oh, this might be a close game, maybe. It might be one of those low-scoring games. It's my favorite uh, Patriots. Mm-hmm. Then, I don't know where the, uh, the Falcons scored 21 points. And then, uh... The Patriots only scored three in the second in the first half. Then, you know, the halftime show, a lot of those commercials, everything. And then it was like a long halftime show. And then, you know, the second half started. The Falcons were one and uh, three and out and done. The Patriots were three and out and done. The Falcons scored. It was 28 3. Everybody's like, oh, you know, the game's over. Malcolm Butler got uh, ankle break so hard on the field that people forgot about that because the Patriots won. <laughs> and then. And then uh, uh, Patriots, they get the ball, they score, it was 28-9, missed the extra point, and it's like, oh, it's going to be that type of night where everything goes bad. Mm -hmm. Then the Falcons didn't score at all. Patriots got it back, of course. They scored. And probably in the the fourth quarter, they made the 19-point comeback to tie it. And I'm thinking to myself in the back of my head, oh, my God. It's it's gonna be all over again with this guy. I, I even said when I was talking to my friends like, yo, I'm nervous, man. He always does this stuff, and I'm tired of it. Like like it's like you already know what's coming. It's like it's like if you're a field if you're a player on the field, especially on the defending side, you are probably thinking in the back of your head like, oh, this is it's gonna come. Here in we go. Here now. we go again. With this guy.
1: But I was saying it. that for most of the game. Like for me, it, it seemed to be too easy in the beginning. I kept thinking to myself, there's no way the Patriots aren't going to make a run. It's going to happen. Like, Belichick's not going to sit there and watch this and and not make adjustments, figure something out, and find a way to get on the board. Like And and Tom Brady's not going to just get outplayed like this By Matty Ice. Like, there's no way. Remember remember when we made the predictions in the beginning?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I said the Falcons. I said they were going to win their offense and all that. You said the Patriots.
1: I said said my heart wants the Falcons. My head says the Patriots. And I I was mad that I I said I'd be mad if I'm right. I'll be mad (laughs) if that's what that means. That means I'm rooting for the Falcons. But I think that the Patriots are going to pull it off. When it got started, when they started getting on that roll, and it was like touchdown after touchdown. And read them, yeah. And they just run it two-point conversion. When they hit the two-point, I was like, oh, that's like they're not going to stop Two two-point
0: two, two two conversions. But when they hit the first one,
1: yeah. in my head I went, this is, they're not going to stop them. The, the, the Falcons can't stop them. And this, this is it. It's over. Now it's just a matter of whether or not Brady slips up or messes up. But the Falcons can't stop him. Like that's a wrap. The Falcons can't stop.
0: They're gassed out. If you look at the the, the possession of time, you can tell that the defense was more than the offense. They were literally there for at least over forty minutes. And and I'm sorry, even in a great defense, you're not even with that amount of time, you're definitely gonna get exposed because you're gassed out. You can't contain these players. They can't be playing man to man. I mean the adjustment they should have made was that they should play a little bit more zone, so they could conserve a little bit more energy, and mm-hmm. these guys are quick anyway. But for some reason, Dan Quinn wanted to play in the man-to-man, thinking that they were going to stop him all game long. And even though Brady was doing a, a think and dump type of uh, passing, you know, just these short passes, it felt like the, the Patriots were in better position because they just scored. Well, they didn't score, but they, they pretty much had a first down on all these short yards uh, situations. And the ridiculous one was out of all of them was even though Julio Jones made a terrific catch to put him in that 23 yard line, that mm-hmm. like they could have just ran the ball, like, and they didn't run the ball for some there reason because go. every damn coach that faces the Patriots always gotta do some kind of fancy play to be like, oh look, I made that play, I'm the one who did it. I mean, Pete Carroll should have ran the ball in the in the seg- in the two yard <coughs> line, didn't run the ball, and he got picked off. They didn't run the ball in that situation, and then they got they, the Patriots got the ball back. That's, and that's it. It's, and this is what I don't get, is that the Patriots in the postseason, they, they're not good against the run. Like, this mm-hmm. this is a history back in with the Giants and the Colts and, and, and the other teams that beat them that they can't stop the run. They're really not a good team that stops the run. They stop the passing. You can tell because Belichick's scheme, he puts two linemen uh, in, in there against the offensive line, and everybody else plays back. Of course, you, you're going to challenge him for that. But against the run, you can't stop it. And that's what I don't get about that. And then... You know they got the ball back, they tied it up, and then when they won it, the, t- uh, the coin toss in overtime. You know you, everybody's saying the game's over. Even yeah. I said the, the game's over. <laughs> it's over. They're, they're not gonna go, they're not gonna even gonna stop them. They gotta go up down the field, and it's funny. A lot of fans, a lot of uh, Falcon fans, were complaining about the James White touchdown, which uh, I got some stats here about the Super Bowl. But um, if you look at it closely, his knee was touched yeah, the ground before he the, got ball the ball was over. there, and you know even Brady was saying before the whole. Press thing. It was just like look at the replay and all that stuff, but you know, the guess that it was just the game was over.
1: I mean, yeah, nobody wanted to dude.
0: But you never know. That could have been like a big thing. But I don't know if they say they would have stopped him on the next down, but you never
1: know. Then like that. Yeah. Like you gotta as as close as they were, was that inches?
0: Yeah. Nah, that everybody probably would have known they would have scored probably in the next possession. Tom somehow. Brady would
1: have ran that thing in himself. He would, uh, like, sneak. Yeah, like, he gonna sneak. It. Like, forget it. Yeah, whatever. I'm just I'm just gonna walk. I just, just push through.
0: It was just depressing watching that because <laughs> you you know people were excited. They're putting memes on on social media and stuff, and and, and uh, the Jane Butler got ankle breaked and, and Brady down after he got picked off, and, mm-hmm. and it looked literally like making fun of him. Yeah? And you look at the score right when it was twenty eight to three, and if you add that up, twenty eight plus three, you get three right, and then and then they came back. They actually won the game by thirty one points, three to one everything has been in sports 3-1 to one, <laughs> from from the, the Warriors to the Indians uh, even even the Alabama game when the Clemson came back they were down there's just so many comebacks in sports mm-hmm. and then it ends with this one they scored 31 points pretty much to win the game 3-1 to one. what a coincidence <laughs> no one even realized that
1: no I really didn't
0: and it's like wow, like, is this like a conspiracy theory that, that everybody has to come back? So so basically, whatever happens in the Warriors and Cavaliers series, if, if they be in the finals, will determine what every other sport's going to happen, maybe. That's pretty much
1: what's going to happen. You should videotape that and put it on YouTube. Let's <coughs> see how many hits you get. I can see that blowing up
0: because let's say what, what if the Warriors win they sweep them so then every uh, sports team and, and the major fan, they are they got to beat the the, sweep, crap, yeah. the crap out of
1: everybody just blank everybody on the boys nobody uh, scores any points
0: uh, I don't know man what what did you what, what were you when you were watching that game and, and saying to yourself this game is over um did everybody thought the game was over after half, after the third quarter no <laughs> it,
1: it was, well uh, like I said when they got that um that that first two point conversion yeah. You were like it's a good and game? Like this, that was like we're, we're finished here. Oh, it's over for the Falcons. Yeah, I thought it was over for the Falcons. They were still up, but the Patriots were rolling. I knew they were gonna get started eventually. Yeah, right. You can't contain them that long. It was a matter of for me. It was, a, and I'm, this isn't. This is gonna sound way more technical than it actually is. I knew the Patriots were gonna get on a roll. I had kind of hoped they would get on a roll early. Yeah. And then leave the door open. You know, the Falcons keep it competitive. kicking and field goals, whatever they need to do, they keep it competitive. And then take the game late. When the Patriots got on a roll late, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I was, all over. I could think was it's a wrap. Like, because they're not going to stop now. Now they're just, and when you start going for two-point conversion, you just start getting them. <laughs> like, that first two-point, I'm telling you, the first two-point conversion, I was like, dude, it's over. And everybody got mad at me, like, oh, you out of your mind. Nobody's ever come back from this kind of day. I was like, it's over. He did the
0: running thing. He faked them out. And, yeah, and the I was running, like,
1: look at this. They're doing trick plays now. Like, it's over. And you look at that play,
0: and I was watching a video on, on today on Facebook. Similar play they did against the Carolina Panthers when he won that second Super Bowl.
1: Oh. Same, same play.
0: They were trying to go for the two. Yeah. So the same exact play. Dude, I mean, listen. It's crazy. They did the same exact play in the Super Bowl. And then that one, it was it was until the field goal, basically, to win the game because they were tied 29-29. And then they, mm-hmm. Brady went down the field, kicked the field goal, won the game
1: 32-29. For me, that that um, that um play was kind of like the Knicks playing the Cavs and LeBron <laughs> doing the water bottle challenge. Oh, on the side. Like, when you're that, when you just start doing trick plays – you know what I mean? It's yeah. like dribbling through your legs just mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, it, it, that's what it. That's the mentality that I kind of get. And when not only when you do a trick play, but when you pull it off and it works, mm-hmm. that demoralizes the other team. It is, yeah, mentally you got to think to yourself like, like, like wait, uh, what did they just do? To, wait, they, what? Are you serious? They always do And we fell for... Oh, my God. Oh, man. Like, I can't believe we just fell for... On national television, my mother's watching. Like, little stuff like that. Well, not little stuff, but stuff like that. I I didn't... I'm telling you, when they hit the first two-point conversion, uh, I knew they were coming, and I did not see the Falcons being able to stop them. And they never did.
0: Yeah, me neither, because I, I thought myself... Uh... They're in rhythm. Falcons are gassed out. Offense is not in rhythm. They suddenly started to, I don't even know what the heck they were doing. They, these play calls were just unacceptable and then questionable. There's that. Then there's the coaching. Yeah, there's the coaching. Uh, let's talk about the coaching a little bit. Because y- you have one coach who's been in the Super Bowl twice, and you have another coach who's been in the Super Bowl seven times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pretty much now we know he won. He's four and, I mean, five and two in those Super Bowls.
1: Shout out to Eli Manning for those two.
0: <laughs> and it makes you wonder when they, when they won, you're just, you're, just, you're just back in the head. You're saying, oh, the Johnny Super Bowl rings are more viable now than ever because they're the only teams that beat everybody do it else. Twice.
1: Yeah. Eli Manning's the only dude. Shout yeah. out, to, Shout out to Eli Manning for being the only guy to defeat
0: no, undefeated team, and then another good team. Two times. Then, yeah. You see
1: that meme, right, with Tom Brady holding up all of his yeah. fingers? He's got four rings on there, and yeah. then two arrows point to both pinkies, and it says, Eli Manning, Eli Manning. Yeah. Like, you got to salute that man now.
0: Yeah, he, he, did the, he did the impossible that a lot of people couldn't do.
1: And I have to wonder, had he gotten there, yeah, they, they made it you think they would have would have been on Brady I do of course of course of pressure, yeah you're looking at you're looking across the field at a, at a dude who keeps doing it to, like you <laughs> he's like your high school bully with you, a
0: better defense too right That's and what I'm you saying. can't
1: stop him and they know all your tricks they know all your nonsense. Yeah. And you haven't been able to stop this guy ever. He's undefeated against you. And how will they contain Beckham? That's the question too. I don't know if Beckham would have scored on that. I him. think that I think I think McAdoo is um smart enough to get that running game going though. I don't I don't think he really
0: He because they, they can't stop the run, so when he gets the right. running game going then they can throw it pretty much whatever See, and, and so... That's
1: what I like about Eli and the Giants. I can't recall too many times where they've taken unnecessary risk.
0: They don't because they stick to the fundamentals of the game, and exactly. that's why a lot of coaches they they mess up against Belichick in these critical moments because they they want to do the most fancy
1: play, most explosive, mm-hmm. but really or something to 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 step on the throat yeah. and completely smash out any and all hope, and you don't yeah. you don't win like that again. Taking that gamble
0: against a great team like that, against a great franchise like that, against because,
1: a great quarterback franchise yeah. coach, coach yeah. you 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 just go for the safe money. Like if you just keep scoring. That's what Eli does. Eli just, his whole goal is to score. I don't care about, like, demoralizing you. I'm trying to get in. If we get field goal position, we take the field goal. If I think I can get it in the ends, I'm going for the ends. But the goal is to score, not to do anything extra.
0: And you look at the teams that beat them. Like I said, it's all about the running game for them. They ran the ball. They did it to the basic fundamentals because they know they're a great team that they, they need to – You know, milk the clock. Mm -hmm. You know, they need to just stick to the basic stuff. Just run the ball. Mm -hmm. Don't do anything fancy. And then that's why the Seahawks lost against them. That's why the Falcons lost against them. And then you see that's why you see teams in the AFC that beaten them before. And then of course the Giants. And then I look at the Falcons and I say to myself. They become the biggest choke team in sports history with this because yep. they were up 25. And I don't care what anybody says that, oh, the Patriots won this and that because they faced a bad defense that was ranked 27th in the, in the regular season. But this defense did this best job leading up to the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then they just, the Falcons' offense didn't do anything. And the Falcons' offense scored one touchdown or one field goal, the game was over. over. Regardless of what Brady's going to do, the game was yeah, over. Yeah, finished. finished. But they didn't do that. They started to do these dumb plays. Um, Ryan took a sack that was unnecessary. He, he needs to understand the situation. Like I feel like that's why that's why they were pressured. They, they weren't in the situation before. But you got to understand that you got to be calm and poised in the moment. you got to know
1: the time. Which you, is easy for us to say. Yeah, it is. is. It's it's, it's absolutely, yeah, that and I can't imagine pressure, anxiety, nerves. It was running down them. When you feel Tom Brady coming, like, oh, God, this guy is, wait a minute, he's real, and here he comes, and we can't stop him. And this play goes by. Oh, God, it went bad. And this play goes by. Oh, God, it went bad. And then we got stopped on this one. Oh, God, it went bad. And it now we can't score. Oh, God, we went bad. And now here he keeps he keeps coming, and he keeps coming. Two-point conversion. Another two-point. Score. Touchdown. Another two-point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, God, the team just starts feeling like it's slipping away. And without the experience, you don't know to calm your nerves. Yeah. You, don't, you can't look back on it and say, man, that last Super Bowl we were in – I ah, see what I did wrong there, and that way, when you're in the thick of it, the next time you can be like, okay, oh, hey, wait a minute, this is just like last time. I remember exactly what we did wrong. Let's do something different this time. Let's just calm down. Yeah, Take instead of going left, left, everybody go right. Let's let's. Yeah. Okay, we got it. No problem. But and they didn't do that.
0: They they started panicking, and then then that's why they they were three and out. And you know, another story. But just won it. Well, you know, there's some stats here that that, that interesting about the stats Super Bowl because. You know, James Was James White, who, who's, who scored a winning touchdown in overtime, set a Super Bowl record with 14 receptions and became the first player in Super Bowl history with two rushing touchdowns Aaron reception touchdown in the same game. He's also the first player with three touchdowns in the Super Bowl since Terrell Davis in Super Bowl is the XXX X, X, X and 2's. I, 30, 30, yeah, I would say 32. I would say 32. XXXII? Yeah. That's 32. 32 yeah, super, since Super Bowl thirty two. Tom Brady, fifth Super Bowl title, most by starting quarterback, joins Charlie's Haley as the only players to play in five Super Bowl victories. Mm-hmm. Then you had Tom Brady and Belichick twenty five postseason win as a quarterback head coach, uh, combo, most all time rally from twenty five points down to win the Super Bowl. So they got a 25, 25th win coming down twenty five to win the game. <laughs> and and now you have Brady who who by far, I think the debate's over that he's the greatest quarterback of all time after that comeback. He pretty much solidified his legacy mm-hmm. with that comeback. To he's clutch by. and he's got resume. Yeah. Five
1: Super Bowl rings. I still don't think he's more talented than Alan Rogers, Aaron Rodgers.
0: Well, I'm not saying... I. I, I no, no, no. I, that.
1: I, I, not not that you're saying that. I've just heard that...
0: A lot of people say... Well, not, yeah.
1: the, the argument has come up. You know, is he... Is he? is he the greatest gonna... winner. I think he's the greatest winner yeah, in football. Yeah, he's just... He's just not better than Aaron Rodgers. You take, or I said it last week, switch teams. Yeah. Switch teams. Put Aaron Rodgers with Belichick in that system. And it a
0: lot it's more. a dynasty.
1: Like, they're going to run a Boston. I mean,
0: they're a dynasty right now. Considering but they had the 5,000, 16 years. I I don't, I'm
1: not sure Eli would have been able to overcome what Aaron Rodgers would do with that team. It's
0: true.
1: I, I don't think, so. I think Aaron Rodgers is like the best quarterback I've like most talented I think he's the best quarterback I've ever
0: he's, seen well like I said everyone's like a Dan Marino this, this generation and, and Tom Brady's more of the Joe Montana mm-hmm. and you've seen these guys and, and you know a lot of people going to say well Montana was perfect and this and that well Montana never had a well Brady never had a Jerry Rice on this team or right. any of that I mean if you look at the, the history of, of receivers and, and tight ends for the Patriots uh-huh. besides Gronkowski and besides Randy Moss Brady never really had like a hall of fame type of receiver with him for the mm. you know 15 uh, 17 years he's playing in the in the league and that's phenomenal because you sometimes you need talent to win the game but a they, lot of times. but they have a system and they put players in these in the in the system well Belgium puts players in the system and they just excel uh, they every player on that roster is accountable for what they have to do be, because of their role and and they and they're always prepared a third-string guy can become a first-string guy out of nowhere. Instantly, Set- overnight. First-string guy can become like a pro bowler out of nowhere. And it's just like, I don't understand how uh, every other team in the league can't do what the bel- what the Patriots do, and they always preach, the coaches preach, you know, everybody needs to step up, everybody needs to be more accountable, and everybody, and, and if somebody gets injured, we back them up. Every coach preaches that, but the Patriots do it the right way everybody else. It's the Spurs. They're the Spurs. The Yankees, sort of. Uh, the Yankees need l- stars, the,
1: though. Uh, yeah, I, I I liken them more to the Spurs. I I seriously draw direct parallels between Belichick and Popovich. Oh yeah. And and Brady and T- and Tim Duncan.
0: One player, yeah, just a winner. And, yeah, that's and all
1: bad. One player, one system, one organization. Your whole life, people, people discount that we all o- not discount they overlook that they all overlook the system and mm-hmm. coach they, they over they, they, and they overlook the 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 comfort level you can get by always knowing what's gonna happen you know what i mean the predictability and ability to be comfortable and know that your skills are going to be maximized and you know no one's going to take you for granted it's one system one way one coach one team and you're the one quarterback which is what tim duncan played under his entire career one guy, one coach, one system, one organization that that does it the right way, that yeah. doesn't take stupid chances. They draft well. You know what I mean? Every guy on the bench has potential to do something. Matt Bonner might come up and hit a three. You know what I mean? Every yeah. guy down the roster can do, can do something. Not Kawhi Leonard becomes a, a superstar player all of a sudden. Yeah. And then you take somebody like Aaron Rodgers, more talented, Flashier yeah. Then Brady, pulls miracles out of his hat, um, gets the job done. That's why the line most of the time. Elite level, yeah. but he's dealing with all other kinds of nonsense that this dude doesn't have to deal with. No and defense. I, I liken that to Kobe Bryant. When people like to put Kobe against Tim Duncan, I'm like, how many coaches has Kobe, Kobe had Bryant. to go through? Mm-hmm. When he had one system, one coach, one organization, they ran the table and got all these rings. The second that coach left and all these things started, and now we got all these goofy players coming through, and now we got the organizations going all wonky, and we don't know who's what, and different coaches, new system, new this, new that, and everybody's got their idea of what they want to do with the great Kobe Bryant, and he's sitting here having to deal with that, make all these adjustments, and he's still great. Yeah. Nobody says Kobe is a bum. Yeah,
0: he's third all-time in scoring and all this stuff. Right, but
1: they're not getting any more chips and people start saying Tim Duncan is better. Tim Duncan has the advantage of stability. Brady has the advantage of stability. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have that level of stability. doesn't
0: have defense either. I mean, you look at the past years when they, they've they been great, and they've been great almost every season. They've been a, a franchise that has, has won more than 11 games in most of their seasons. Other than the the year where Brady got injured in the 20 CL, Matt Castle suddenly become a 20 Matt Castle's only become a good quarterback with that system and went 11-5 and five and missed the playoffs. Every season has been more than 11 wins. About 11-5, 12-4, 13-3, 14-2, 13-3, 14, and two, 13, <laughs> three, 14 nine. It's been so consistent, and... and also, something has to do with their defense. I mean, Lachuk's, of course, a defensive corner. He's always been a defensive corner. And you know, def- and now he's a head coach and he's still... A defensive you know, the, the,
1: coordinator yeah. in his heart.
0: Yeah. And and Brady has helped because of that, too. You know, defense has always been good. Even when they were the perfect 18-0 uh, uh, regular season, 16-0, and then even the loss of the Giants, I mean, that team, the defensively, they were good, too. Mm-hmm. So you look at the Aaron Rodgers, the Packers never had a good defense. The only yeah, only solid defense they had was when that Super Bowl run cuz they actually had players on that defense. Period. Yep. A- and then now you look at the past couple of years it's just been offense for the, for the Packers never a defense. That's what separates them. That's why people compare Seattle to, to the Patriots in the NFC because at least their defense when they're good they're good mm-hmm. and their offense when they score they can score and they run the ball it really much is just Russell Wilson doing everything because Russell Wilson doesn't even have a top Five talent either, and mm-hmm. he's making everybody around him better, mm-hmm. literally. And that's Seattle's gonna be scary in a couple of years too. You know, they they, they could yeah totally. Win a, they could win a couple more Super Bowls. Russell wasn't even in the conversation with Brady and all this stuff. And and you know, but right now Brady is the goat. I yeah. think he can make the case that he may be the goat of sports because <sighs> the talent that a guy who was drafted in the sixth round one ninety nine. Still, he's just that as motivation every single day. Mm-hmm. His psyching is, I want to be, I'm be motivated to be better than everybody. I, I need to prove that I'm better than everybody, and that's always been psych ever since he's been drafted in the sixth round, who who struggled a lot from college, not even starting until his senior year, who who didn't start in his J V high
1: school team, didn't have the most athletic. No like him, one
0: though. never thought he would be great. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you think a skinny kid who was out of shape, who ran the slowest 40-yard dash, become the GOAT, you, you'd be insane to, to believe that.
1: I'll say it's one of the greatest stories. I can't call him the GOAT in sports. Strictly because you go a perfect season and get knocked off at the end. That's
0: true, though. That is, yeah. I thought it'd be the blemish on them, the perfect season, the right. other loss of the Giants. That, That's going to be the blemish and then on
1: the, them. Then the Giants did it to him twice. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jordan is undefeated in the finals. Yeah. So that that for me that just kind of ends everything like you you to you want to start talking goat I only saw one guy who never lost when he got to the end you know what I mean when he when he when he reached it like we get there it's money
0: so you use more of the of the quality more of the quantity in terms of like getting there and finishing it more so than getting there many times and losing
1: it, like LeBron or, or, or even Right, Brady like you keep going back and you keep yeah. getting the door slammed in your face or you yeah. keep getting got or you choke or, you know what I mean? That door's closed. All but, these yeah. other factors. Le- LeBron was, Le- LeBron is w- the most, one of the most talented and versatile, versatile athletes we have yeah. to offer. Definitely in basketball, we're talking offense, defense, no matter what you want to do. Tom Brady doesn't play defense which is why I, I say it's an unfair conversation to have in the first place because if you start comparing them, okay, well, Tom Brady don't have to defend nobody. When the defense is happening, Tom Brady's sitting on the bench. When the defense is happening, LeBron's in the game. When the offense is happening, LeBron's in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like they swap him out for offense defense. defense. Yeah. And they use LeBron to guard all five positions. Mm-hmm. He got to chase around point guards. He got to bang in the paint with the, with, the, with the centers and the forwards like –
0: Guard all five positions. He's okay. got to do. He's yeah. got to
1: do the gamut. So I don't, I don't discard Tom Brady for what he's able to do. But I don't even think it's a fair conversation to have because Tom Brady only has to play on one side of the ball, and LeBron has to play on two. Can
0: you compare that LeBron James, all the criticism he's been through, and, and making everybody around him better, and complaining about trying to get stars that. I always said this that uh, if you had to compare one player to the NFL, it would be Payne Manning between LeBron, LeBron James and Payne Manning. Just the, the they want to prove, make everybody around them better, but they're so like the coach is always favor of, of LeBron. Mm-hmm. Coach is always in favor of Payne, Payne Manning. Manning. Yep. A coach on the field or uh, you know LeBron on the on the court. Compare them and I look at Brady and, and I say to myself in a few years, the Warriors win a lot of titles. That Stephen Curry will be like the Brady of the NBA. You I have can a stacked roster every year, mm-hmm. uh, it, and you know just they'll get there and uh, fall, fall, fall. you have a great coach. Great Steve offense, great yeah, defense, yeah. Defense. They got the players around Curry like
1: super popular. These
0: guys are both from on their Armour, so they mm-hmm. they support each right. other. We'll
1: see about that.
0: Well, <laughs> Brady is is a big time. Brady's friend, not. So. Yeah,
1: Brady's not leaving because of the but but Steve. Uh, Curry, Curry just heard about uh, the fact that the Under Armour CEO supported Trump. Yeah, so that yeah, yeah, that could. So uh, I'm not sure if they're really going to be brothers in armor <laughs> uh, too much longer. Cap
0: on Under Armour too. The one, the one, uh, no one, no one cares. <laughs> <that. laughs> no one cares. So, but if you have to rank Brady right now as a uh, the greatest quarterback of all time, can can we say that? Yeah, better yeah. than Montana. And I mean,
1: uh, the, the resume he's done. He he got the he got the rings. does he need to prove anybody
0: else anymore? Is he, can he just retire in the sunset,
1: or he needs to win one more? I think to, he I stay? think he might need to beat Eli. That's something that's holding him. I back? think that's I, not. I don't. I think he wants to play. I don't think retirement is really something he's looking forward to. I think he's happy playing. Forty
0: five though, come on, ah, uh, you, you take one hit, you're done. Yeah, uh, but it's
1: like it's over. Then he's enjoying the ride. I can't and and listen with a defense with an O line like that. He's not really thinking about getting hit well,
0: what a defense like that what game a defense better. like yeah, yeah like
1: I don't really think he's considering that I think as good as the system is, you can go till you can go, you know what I mean like even if you he can just go so i don't really I don't really see it as um a super struggle for him, whereas I just don't, I, I don't, I don't, if he stuck around, it wouldn't shock me at all. If If he decided he had a vendetta against the guy who who did it to him twice, the only quarterback to, to hand it to him twice, both times, like, okay, nice run, sit down. Oh, you're back again? Uh, oh, you undefeated this. Oh, great, great, great. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the one guy who put him on his butt two times. The
0: one franchise that put on my belt who was part of that franchise exactly, he sort of cool. and who yeah. spanks him yeah.
1: consistently, Consi- you don't have wins against those dudes in in the playoffs dude like they yeah. they murder you every time Eli shows up, mm-hmm. and basically escorts you out the room <laughs> every time so if he wanted to stick around Got
0: a couple more. I think I think he's gonna play till he's like forty one and then retire that's what I think well I could be wrong if he does play until forty five. God bless him, and hopefully he doesn't get a big hit to end his career right there. Right, but I mean, as long as that defense is playing well, as long as he has the coach right there, and, mm-hmm. and he's he's taking care of his body, which which is unbelievable considering what his diet is—from not eating ice cream or sugar to to this and that. Anything's possible with this guy, and and I always said it like like it's just an inspirational story, and and I I don't I don't like Brady because from you know, of course Boston, but. I respect him and his work ethic and the way he just you know takes care of himself and, and it's, like I said, it's inspirational for a lot of people that want to make it to the league and are undrafted or sixth round
1: that you could be great mm-hmm. if you just you know. You'd be a hater if you. you you'd be a hater if you like diss Tom Brady for anything that happens on the court or on the field. Yeah, On the field, you you'd, you'd be ast- that that's hating. Like the stuff off the off the field, that's whatever. Like as a person. You can say whatever the whole Trump stuff. You can say whatever, Deflate Gate and all the other yeah. stuff. You can talk about whatever, but for what he does on the court, you got to leave him alone and you just got to give it to him. So I, you know, he's he's doing what he. I think, I don't think he's gonna go by years. I think he's gonna take it by rings. I think if he gets to a certain amount of rings,
0: do you think five is good enough for him? Uh, that's a quarterback, not 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 with
1: not with a team and coach like this where it's very feasible he could get more before you know players start breaking down and they have to shuffle a couple of things and it may look a little more iffy but for right now he's looking like a sure bet. Um so I I could very well I I think he just might go by rings like okay I'm in a good space. Mm-hmm. What do you got like five right this yeah, five he right got now? Five, yeah, yeah, right, yeah six, seven, eight like you know what I mean just to, just to stretch himself out some more just Something. to get put more space between him and everybody else before he cashes out so no one ever reaches that because uh, right now, he now hes tie- yeah. right now he's tied with one other guy for five. yeah. if he gets one more of that six, um, and then two more after that you figure you're almost untouchable.
0: So a great he's the goal of sports if he gets that <laughs> seriously if he gets two over it's the goal of sports that's it. I think it's that debate will be over then he's a clutch player ever the greatest nah, ever. he'd
1: have to get nine to catch Bill Russell.
0: No one's gonna catch that, and and the Russell got that because he was in a in an eight team league. Of I course, he got listen, that. Listen, I don't yeah, know what to yeah. tell
1: you. He still got like rings is rings is rings. It bro. is, but still, I'm just saying. You and you guys play in. 16 games. Like, shut yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm
0: saying. You got to factor in an eight team league man it's not like 32. If he did that in 32, then I'll be more impressed. But he did in an eight team league. I mean, one of them we gonna have to get 11 rings. One of them have to have five or six eventually. You know, that's you just gotta, what it is. You gotta you I gotta catch respect, up. Yeah, I give respect to Russell, but yeah. I mean, because
1: okay. okay. Let's say 20 years from now, football is evolved, and instead of 16 games, they play 26 games, or they play, you know. Then the whole discussion will be different. Then you got to right. see somebody who will with that then stretch. Then exactly. Be better. Somebody then gets to ring number four. Okay, are they better games? than Brady, who who made it to ring number eight? Let's say yeah, or five. Or well, y'all only exactly playing five. sixteen games back then? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, we that's got true. robot arms now. We we, we have to. That's the, true. We got cyborg parts to keep up with all this. It's like,
0: just a different. It's just different eras, you know. One right. Era you had the brass and and the. But that's you know, why the, I don't discredit.
1: The, what happened beforehand like you're playing in your yeah. at this time when this guy won these championships this was as difficult as it had ever been in that sport yeah so you can't you know what i mean you yeah. can't take away because oh yeah we playing as 18 league <laughs> at the time if it was if it was so easy how come nobody else did it yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, where's the other guy with nine rings? Where Where are those people? How come I'm the only one with nine rings? There's only eight. Well, where's everybody else? Yeah. No, I'm the only guy with that, so let's knock that off. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you guys are only playing 16 games. Okay, so where's everybody else with five champions? There's only me and one other dude, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So how about we knock that? Oh, you only played 82 games. Okay, well, where's everybody else with Jordan five rings? How come nobody else got yeah, five six, rings? Like, six, well, what, what are you talking about? I sent Hall of Famers into the Hall of Fame with no championships. None. Like quality, quality, top, top tier, first ballot Hall of Fame players. Like if I'm Joe Montana, I'm like, I sent Dan Marino into the Hall of Fame with ringless with ne- with a naked hand. Yeah. If I'm Jordan, Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewan, Charles Barkley, like I yeah, sent a lot of people. I sent some of the greatest I, and we we're, we're talking about people who set records all time. Yeah, like all time the 50 greatest players, like I sent a good chunk of those dudes into the Hall of Fame with naked hands. And they're there. They're in the Hall of Fame because they were a part of my era. Malone, Stockton, I sent the best into the Hall of Fame with no rings. Mhm.
0: That is just crazy. I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, it is, it is, I would I would say, though, that Brady right now, all time, great quarterback. Discussion of greatest player or in sports, that's, that's, well, we're going to wait for that to happen if he wins another ring. And then maybe we'll discuss if he is the greatest GOAT. But going from the Super Bowl, cause we got to talk about this whole Charles Oakley situation. Because, you know, when I was coming in to this week's show, I was thinking myself, well, let's talk about last Saturday and how we said it before that, they made it a game, and they lost, it was okay. You know, they made a five-point game. Mel had to steal. It was okay. But then this whole situation where they got blown out on Monday against the Lakers. I didn't even watch that game. I was like, thank God I went to the gym that day because I didn't want to see that. That was a terrible game. Thank God I went to the gym because I didn't want to see that But
1: then it's like they they turned the corner. Like, they they played against the The Clippers. Clippers Up by 10. Well, like, really, really well. They, like, Griffin had to have... An all-star game to get them over that hump. And, of course, you can't stop DeAndre Jordan once he gets to a certain point. Yeah, And we got two rookie, two, three rookie centers who, they you know, you can't stop. They don't have the acumen to stop that guy. Yeah, Noah in him. his prime. We would have needed Noah in his prime to stop that guy. So, I, to, to, be, to be completely honest, to be totally 100% honest, and I know this is going to sound like a cop-out, I really am not mad at the way they played the Clippers. Like the Clippers were always gonna make a run. But about Chris Paul, though, I mean Chris Paul when he's playing, they blow him out. They couldn't even beat him without
0: him, though. Like, I mean, that's an opportunity you gotta take. We, I, I'm, it, it was a close game.
1: It we was. lost by like four points.
0: Yeah, oh uh, yeah, something around yeah, there. Yeah,
1: dude, two shots. That's two shots. It was a really, really close game. So I'm not at the end of the day. Had we played the Lakers with that kind of defense? would have won. We definitely would have won. Like, had we played the Hawks with that? All the close games we lost, all the, like these terrible games we've been having awful. where we haven't gotten blown out, but we lost by, like, two, three points, five points. Had we played with that? Had the Knicks played with the, that level of defense that they hit the Clippers with? Had we played like that with these teams, we'd be looking at a whole different record. So I hope, I hope that this is... The mode of play they're going to use from now on. I hope the team organizing itself around Melo and all the crap that he's being put through. Think it's a turning point. I hope so. Well, Charles Oakley thing could be a turning point.
0: Uh, That's something that 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 was interesting to see on Wednesday night because you know they're playing the game and out of nowhere. Oakley was in a confrontation with the security guards. And guess who was there in the crowd, too? James Dolan, who was right there. Maybe
1: three seats down.
0: Yeah, three seats down. I, I don't know what happened exactly. I guess they were telling him to, to get out of the building because, you know, Dolan and him have some history back in the day mm. where they dislike each other and they weren't communicating. Then Oakley, you know, he was touched by a security guard. He didn't like this it. Which is a bad thing yeah, to do. Yeah, you can't, you can't touch another man. I mean, you just can't do that. that yeah. I understand your security guard, but come on. He you touch a former player who was a fan favorite for the crowd. Then he got out, and he was on the floor, basically. When they handcuffed yeah, him, yeah, handcuffed him. I mean, that that took a bad look. And then it's funny. Uh, uh, Doc Rivers is like, you know, I wish I could have done something, but I'm like, what could have I done? Even though you know, Doc Rivers, you know, and he likes Charles Oakley and everything. I'm like, what could have I done and all that? But um, that was just a weird night because you look at it from that standpoint, and you say to yourself, possibly that just pretty much sums up the next season and probably the franchise as a whole. Of dysfunctionality, toxic environment, ego, ego, and, and an owner who's pretty much probably
1: the worst owner in the NBA right now. What I'm happy about, what I'm, I'm there's two things that came out of that for me. Um, number one, I saw the Knicks play a competitive game against a top tier team. Yeah, very competitive. They were up, you know what I mean. Very, very competitive we we'll talk about a team who took way too long to get it together mm-hmm. but if they go into the all-star break with this kind of you know what i mean yeah. energy and fever and playing defense and you heard about the the practice that they had where the defense got chippy and everybody was kind of like beefing with each other and they got this angry thing happening now because of what happened with the lakers yeah if they can if they maintain that level we're looking at a different second half of the season um so i like that two Two and three. But what I saw was with Oakley getting kicked out and Phil's tweets over the weekend where he's taking shots at Mello. what I do like is the fact that Mello is no longer the scapegoat because I always felt he was being railroaded. I always felt he was being given way too much credit for the blame. Yeah. Like way, play, putting way too much blame on him like, I under I don't like that he plays iso in a lot of situations. Yeah. I definitely don't. But if it's one thing we if it's one thing everyone should should take away from this and one thing that everyone should learn by watching some of the more successful franchises is the one thing they have is stability. Mm-hmm. They don't deal yeah. with distractions. Yeah. Steve Kerr is not taking shots at his players. Uh uh Joe Dumars never popped stuff about the pistons when he was running the team like you know what i mean yeah these gms don't create controversy and, and toxic environments and the owners aren't known to be complete and total jerks like unhinged obnoxious jerks who consistently make the wrong decision the owners aren't known to do that everybody has everybody talks about mellow 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 i'm like well what exactly do you expect when he's been on one team he's had like 3 coaches and 80 different players like what did you think was going to happen where is the stability Are people to overlook stabi- chemistry doesn't just happen the warriors didn't just become the warriors overnight they were there for a minute like they weren't winning those games like that when mark jackson was coach i mean they started to and they that, lost some of them, too. They lost the close ones earlier. You see now how, yo, Steph Curry dropped 50 in the garden and lost to the Knicks. Yeah. You think what I mean? Like, he nah. was that great then and still took an L to Melo and the Knicks.
0: Yeah.
1: He, he dropped 50 and still lost. Like, chemistry takes a minute. To, I didn't think that we would. It's the coach's job to make a, a cohesive environment. Yeah, a cohesive team, and it's the GM's job I've always felt to create a safe environment and a good environment where the team can thrive and nobody's really sweating in, nobody's really worried. Neither one of those things have happened. I did not think Hornacek was the right guy for the job. I really wanted um, Mark Jackson in there or, or Tom Thibodeau, something to that effect. I, I didn't like it when we got rid of Schumpert.
0: Smith. The jumper is injury prone, though. I think it's really, really established this right now. He's it's still the same player even with the Cavaliers. And I mean, this guy's just no. Yeah, he's actually right.
1: he's actually a much. I see the defense now that we used to talk about him being before, yeah. like a two way player, and he's much more accurate from three. But is his, and his I- injury prone. Yeah, no, no, not not not, not yeah. taking anything away from that. I just didn't like that we got rid of them and nothing happened. That's like, true, we didn't yeah. get anything back. back. Yeah. And then the same thing with Tyson Chandler. We got rid of him. Nothing came Samuel back. Daniel Dallenberg and Jose Calderon. I mean, come on, man, that was terrible. Daniel Dallenberg's not even in the league anymore. That was terrible. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tyson Chandler is still doing this thing with the Suns. Like that was an awful deal to make. And but I had faith. I told myself there's no way that Phil Jackson can be this bad at being an exec. We just gotta wait and see. The man's got a plan, right? And I I had faith. But now look. Now look, like I feel stupid for believing in him now because you, you, now you're trying to trade Melo for like an Arizona and a pack of cigarettes. Our, our franchise player, you're trying to just get rid of him. Never mind the fact that he has a no-trade clause and does not have to acquiesce to anything you do. One of the three players in the league to have a no-trade clause. He can, he LeBron, can absolutely Dirk. say no. Yeah. How about no, Melo? We need you. No. How about how about I stay here till I go. And you'll probably be gone before me. Because Phil Jackson has ruined his reputation as an executive. I don't know if he... Now, let me ask you this. Because I'm not sure. if uh, Somebody, it occurred to me. What if this whole thing that Jackson is doing is one big scheme to make the Knicks galvanize around Melo and give them a common enemy, which would be him, and all of a sudden, they just start, like, clicking because they're bonding because it's, like, them against the world.
0: What if this is... Tell me the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't think I could say that. Is he doing all this so he can just get him so fired? That's what I think.
1: I think he's just trying to get fired and get out of New York. I think at the end, that's the real... I think that's the real... I think that's what's going to happen. I think the far fetched fantasy movie script is... He, this is...
0: He'll get fired next week. How about that? that would be I possible. I'm i going to get fired next week after all this what's happening right now. But then
1: who who's going to And then and then Dolan get out of that problem. Bro. Now look dude, look what you just did. A dude who played for you 10 years is beloved by most of the league, known to be an honest man, known to be like a farmer's mentality is what I heard. Like come in, show up, sun yeah. sun up, sun down, I'm working. Like I don't want to hear nothing, I'm working. You gonna get this body. You gonna get this. I'm getting these rebounds. You are gonna get out the way. I'm working. I'm. 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 Charles Oakley.
0: Michael Jordan's one of Michael Jordan's best friends too. Still in contact with him. What did you
1: just do to a, a a Garden legend, one of the most loved players in the league, one of the most loved in the Garden and respected league wide? You got superstar franchise players from other teams, past and present, tweeting about how disrespectfully you had this man treated you allowed this man to be treated in the house that he helped build seriously when when Dwayne Wade CP3 LeBron LeBron Reggie Miller are all you know like yo that's ridiculous how could you do what what's wrong with you like I that would never happen to me I can't even believe he had to pay for a ticket
0: yeah, I don't understand it either. You're supposed to get free tickets if you're even a former great with them. And and the statements were ridiculous. I mean, here's one statement they had on that night. Charles Hogan came into the game tonight, tonight and behaved in a highly appropriate manner and a completely abusive manner. He has been ejected and, uh, and is currently being arrested by the New York City Police Department. He was a great Nick, and we hope he gets some help, help. soon. soon. Yeah. What help? What are you trying to imply? That night, I was like saying to myself, What help are you talking about? You mean the Psychi- help of the Knicks defense? Because <laughs> they need help by the Knicks defense. You mean the help of. President Phil Jackson? Yeah, because he definitely needs help because he's doing a, a horrendous job under three years on this roster. Or oh, oh, who else needs help? Oh, man, maybe, maybe we should ask Derrick Rose if he needs help because Derrick Rose, for some reason, can't play defense either. You know, he can score. Or, or maybe we can ask help for Noah who suddenly regressed and, and, and that contract is just looking ridiculous and ridiculous every season. I mean, I don't understand the Knicks PR saying that, and I understand that they're trying to, they're trying to hide something. Because whoever was at that crowd probably knows what really happened and they're Mm -hmm. just not saying anything. And then you look at a second statement yesterday where they said, there are dozens of security staff, employees at NYPD, that witnessed Oakley's abusive behavior. It started when he entered the building and continued until he was arrested and left the building. Every single statement we have received is consistent in describing his actions. Everything he said this incident is pure fiction. So what he said Stephen A. Smith saying that, when he goes to the games, especially in these games, uh, that security guard follows him into the bathroom. Yeah, that's pure fiction. Or saying like they're trying to be worried because if he does something ridiculous in, in the garden that it could affect other people, or complaining, or even saying that he's sorry to all Nick fans for what he said and how this team has been bad for all these years. And I say to myself, what what the heck? I don't understand that this is not fiction. This is a person's opinion, and you're telling me that what he's saying is, is, is not true, and what you're saying is true, even though it's been a dysfunctional franchise yeah, he, for over, we over have, 20 years.
1: we have the eyeball test to tell us he's not lying about yeah. the team being bad. So I don't get that. And I don't understand why. Dude, it, we, we could go on this tangent all day. Mm. Dolan, okay, here's my thing. Whose word are we going to believe exactly? Like, who, whose word are we really going to take? The dude who stiffed Pat Riley? The dude who ran um, Van Gundy out of town? Mm-hmm. Or the man who is universally known to be like one of the most honest and real dudes in the league? Still the best friend of Michael Jordan and respected by every player everywhere. Like, who
0: are we really going to believe here? Seriously. You'd be the guy who put his heart and soul on that court. Who was, who was the heart for of that team. Years. Besides Patrick Ewing, he was also the heart of that team. And
1: Mason.
0: And Mason, yeah. They were the heart of that team. And, you know, God bless his soul for, for uh, Anthony Mason. Because if he was alive, he probably would have done something too. And oh, then that, God. Yeah. He would have done something because it was just ridiculous. And Patrick Ewing, I know he's affected by this. I know he hasn't said anything. Yeah. I mean, we'd be surprised if, if we did interview Patrick Ewing. I know we just asking him to be on this podcast and tell us where we, we thought about that night. I want and, to get uh, to John Starks and do the same and thing. And Starks, yeah. Like, these guys, uh, you know, they're all affected by this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a brotherhood. I know they didn't win a title, but they all still connected with each other. And, and it's a brotherhood, what they did. And uh, Pat Riley, yeah, maybe he, he would have said something for all we know. Because, you know, he, he's with that coaching those 90s teams, and they were good at the time. I'm surprised he hasn't said anything yet either about the incident. I mean. I can't call it. I, I, but we all know that <laughs> Riley has
1: reasons not to like Dolan. Like, yeah. Riley signed up to coach the team. He There was an agreement that he would, you know, be able to do more than just be a coach. Yeah. They stiffed him on it. He broke which out, ridiculous. went to Miami. Which yeah. is stupid. Which is, like, just, just, but, 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 here's the thing. Here, and here's the thing. At the time, Riley was a coach with no front office experience. So, I can understand maybe not wanting to take the risk and maybe not thinking he would be able to transition. But we live in a,
0: day, in a world today where pretty much any job, including mm-hmm. our jobs, is versatility
1: is, is really important. Well, we do multiple things in I, one job. I, and I completely agree with you. The funny part is we ended up taking that chance with a more winning coach. Who's and it's eight, bombed eight, eight, completely. 70. Yeah. Like, we had Riley, who was a winning coach, who was a winning coach with a great winning record, and Dolan, you stiffed him and decided not to let him be GM. So he went someplace else and organized LeBron, Wade, and Bosh for three rings.
0: And really, Wade was part of that whole, you know, lowering LeBron. and Right, but, I mean,
1: the the guy over it making sure the money was there was Riley. The guy who, you know, had to be in cahoots to make sure the paper was there, and got Shaq over there to get... So four rings under under his tenure yeah. as as the Heat GM. You let him go to a rival and take over. Spolster is the coach. You know what I mean? And they're winning
0: for franchise. Like they, they're winning like 12
1: straight games. You, you, they they because were 11-30 and they winning 12 straight. He set up a... Stab, it, it's stability. I, I can not I can't stress this enough. Stability in certain things... Is a lot when you're when you play sports when you don't have to when you have the distractions and the worries and the concerns. You ever notice how antsy some players get and and shaky performances when it's trade time because they think they might be on the chopping block. Yeah. Nobody plays good under those conditions. You're not thinking about that. You Might pad your stats. So you might. Yeah. That's so hit or miss. Riley does not have that issue at all, and he created that. Picked a great coach. And that team is on a, on a run. Meanwhile, you decided to gamble with a more winning coach who has a bigger name, who has absolutely failed you as an executive mm-hmm. in every shape, way, form, or fashion, with the exception of getting Porzingis. That's your only bright spot.
0: And you better pray that Porzingis blossoms into a top five superstar in the league. Right. Otherwise, it'll be just like a ten top ten star. He's gonna have to have pieces around him to be
1: successful. So you better pray for that as well. Which, and now you're alienating your franchise player. You're you're beefing with a like you let your GM alienate your franchise, and you're disrespecting and beefing a legend and a and a crowd fan favorite. It doesn't get much more dysfunctional than what we're dealing with right now. I and you're criticizing everything. And you can't figure out why we can't win games. If this is the kind of stuff that's happening behind the scenes, and this is the kind of owner that they're playing for, you can't figure out why Melo will shoot, yeah, six of. for fourteen, or you know something ridiculous.
0: This franchise has just been
1: dysfunctional for all these years. And, and it's tiring. Because we keep tiring. making the most obvious mistake when it comes to decisions. We we just pick the worst people at all times. We just do what's in the face of the obvious. I'll never understand it. Thibodeau was available. Yeah. Exactly. Mark Jackson was available. Mm-hmm. Van Gundy was available. And you went and found Jeff Hornacek, who had a losing record the year before. Why would you do that?
0: I don't know what Jackson's trying to do. And, and, and even Fisher said it himself when he when he was let go, like they were inexperienced. Fisher was never a coach. He never coached a team. Jackson was never a president. They made all these stupid decisions. And and the one thing that I'm this uh, that I'm really kind of tight um, kind of mad about is that it's always been that same model. Oh, let's do a quick fix because that's what we have to do in New York City. We can't rebuild. You understand that fans have been waiting to rebuild for this franchise. For many, many years when Melo was here, they wanna let him go and start a rebuild and, and, and have young players and grow with them. The successful franchises in this sports town has been the Yankees and has been the Giants. And there's pretty much and some distinct of Rangers because they actually been in contention every year in right, hockey. Right. But you got everybody wants to be like the Yankees. Everybody wants to have championships. But they did it and in stars. A, they did it in a sense where they build a core and they add pieces around them. That's how you really built a consistent franchise. That's how you build a winning culture, knowing that we're going to build a core and we're going to have it this way. But the Knicks, every freaking year, has always been the same thing. Well, let's get uh, Joakim Noah signed to a ridiculous contract, at 30 years old. Doesn't live up to it. Oh, let's trade for Derrick Rose this year. and mm-hmm. see, It's actually a low risk on him because they're not going to sign him back. It's kind of obvious they're not going to get him back. And then you look at a couple years with the Tyson Chandler who, who didn't play well. Raymond Fellon got traded. Uh, Stoss, Smith Stallmeyer was probably a, a worse signing than letting go of than uh, Amnesty Clause uh, on Chauncey Billups, which is probably bad.
1: Oh my god, I so wish we had kept that Amnesty.
0: Because, look at that. Because out of
1: Amnesty, just did the, the hell out of Noah right now.
0: Yeah, Amnesty Stallmeyer time, you could have kept uh, Chauncey Billups. You could have still signed Toxin Chandler. And, and Billups was actually a point guard that would make Melo better. And Toxin Chandler would have been there, would have been all How that.
1: about you, you don't trade Three of our core players, um, Wilson Chandler, yeah, uh, Raymond Felton, and who and Gallinari. How about and 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 um, who was the center? Mozgov. Yeah. Four players for for Mello who said he wanted to come here anyway. All we had to do was wait, and just let him get here on his own, and we'd have had Mello, Stat, with Wilson Chandler, Timothy Mozgov, Raymond Felton. And, and 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 Gallinari, who were all hooping at the time.
0: There were at least B players at the time. But no, Melo had to force his way out because that's what the franchise is about. Oh, let's do the quick fist. Let's force people way out of the trade so they can do it right now because they're not patient enough. So they're we just sent the them franchi- our
1: whole team.
0: The franchise has never been patient. That's the problem with them. And Melo should have known this. That he had one year left on his contract. Free agent would have went to this Knicks roster stack with a lot of B-plus players on them. What style, And it could have been a contender, and it would have probably been better than the Miami Heat at the time because they had a better roster than them. I but absolutely
1: no. 100% believe that. We, we would have got Fields just the same. Novak would have still We still have Felton. We Felt, still wasn't.
0: Yeah, was Ch- yeah Garnt. Literally, the, the bench would have been better than Miami Heat because they would have been younger and, and they would have been more experienced. And they would have meshed. They would have meshed. And they would have been like a starting five. And versatility. They would have versatility on every single position. But no, Melo needs to trade because he was afraid he was getting to to the Nets. Grow up, Melo, okay? And let me tell you something. I'm, I, I've am i been a big fan of Melo. And, and I understand right now a situation where he's getting, being punished, being the scapegoat, taking the high roll. Melo, just, just. Go on our team. You, you don't deserve this, okay? You, just, just go to the Clippers. He's just, not gonna just, leave. Just, just go. To, why are you suffering for all this? Like you think it's gonna come back for good karma for you? You're not in good karma situation unless you draft this year three players that are gonna be impactful into next season. That's the only way you hope for. It. You hope that a a, a Lorenzo, a, a um, what's his name from UCLA, uh, Lamelo Ball. You better hope that Lamelo mm-hmm. Ball. Unless, he's, unless it's a brother, I'm not sure yet. But the brother, one of the brothers comes to the Knicks and he lights up the garden. You better hope for that. Or you better hope that a star small forward from college, and I kept him in college a lot this year, suddenly becomes uh, uh, an uh, ascent to Porzingis and you. That, that's what you're hoping for right now. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. No free agent is going to sign to the Knicks right now with all this, with all this, this crap happening, right? all this bull happening every freaking year. And, and, and I'm sorry to hear. I'm sorry to say it like that, but that's the truth. No nah. one's gonna sign here. Even Reggie Miller
1: tweeted that. Did you see that? Yeah,
0: he tweeted out saying, "Oh, well, you know, no is gonna sign here, and the owner who treats former greats like garbage, no one's gonna, no one's gonna come here. No one's gonna here with that.
1: that." And he's right. He's right. Like, what? What are you gonna do? Who? Who wants? Who wants to sign up for that? And that's Dolan. See, that's that's all I'm hoping. I'm hoping that all this controversy finds a way to galvanize the team that we have right now. I see potential. Defense needs to improve. If you put up one hundred and seven points in a game, you can win it. That that's how I that's how I feel. If you can put up one hundred and fifteen points in a, in a game, yeah. you can win the game. You just have to stop the other team from scoring And more. they can't
0: stop anybody for their lives to save. I don't know what the heck they're doing in practice, but it ain't working, okay? Your defense is still a garbage. Kurt Ramis is garbage. And I'm surprised hasn't been let go. go. Yeah, he needs to go. I'm sorry, Phil, but you, your you're picking of coaching is unacceptable, and, and it's disastrous, and you suck at president. That's just, that's just the bottom line. You suck at president. You need to go, too, because you're not winning, winning culture. You want to put your, your dumb... Your dumb ego in the way. And that's what's causing everything in the first place. Because you, you can't let go. You can't adjust like the greats do. Like Pat Riley adjusted. And Greg Popovich adjusted. adjusted. But for you, you, you just can't tri- adjust it because you got 11 death Listen, let me tell you about that triangle, Ray. It, it's complete and utter garbage in this era right now. Okay? Let go of the triangle and start doing some pick and roll. And start screening for people for threes or open shots and cuts to the baskets. Because right now, the triangle is nothing. It, 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 it's Nobody just the bottom touches, line. Yeah. I mean, what can I expect from them tonight in Denver? Oh, what can I expect against the Spurs? They're going to lose tonight and some heartbreaking uh, uh, loss again. And then the Spurs probably get blown out in the garden. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to hear Sidney saying, when is Melo going to get traded? When is the tick-topping bomb going to happen when Melo going to get traded?
1: That's what's it's going to be in the past couple of days until the All-Star break. Which is, which is I, don't, I don't know why you're banking on Melo being traded to... I mean, to I'm, make you feel better. It's not making me feel better, but at No, not point, you specifically, uh, but like uh, all that talk. Like, Mellow, 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 Mellow. Stop, stop. I don't want to hear about Mellow anymore. Phil. Get Phil out of Phil, the paint. Phil, it's
0: Phil and Dolan. I'm telling you, Phil's got to get fired. I don't know when, but he's got to get fired soon. All this stuff
1: happening with Oakley and, and, and the whole Dolan situation, Dolan's probably going to fire Phil. He needs a distraction. He needs somebody to get that, that um Oakley stuff off his back. I would fire Phil. But fire, Phil, Phil, fire Phil deserves Phil to be fired. And hire Oakley. As president, that's hilarious. That's what I would do. Who Who's a good replacement president? Who's a good Who's a good Who would you get?
0: I mean, right now, if, if, if I would, I, I said I would get Oakley or just put Steve Mills
1: at it. No, right seriously, now. who's a, Who's a good exec though? Who Who's out here that you would, you could trust? I
0: heard oh, I heard from Stephen A. Smith show saying Joel Dumars because he did a good well with the Pistons. I, got, I I wouldn't mind seeing Joel Dumars with this, with this uh, team and see if he can turn him around. Not at all. I mean, not at all. The 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 stat the record proves it. I mean, he went to the finals with this team, Eastern Conference finals a lot of times with that roster. Pick they, me a coach. Just yeah, just get a coach. Joe
1: Dumars, who who's your coach? Who who do you want to see coach the team? Who's available right now?
0: I put Mark Jackson.
1: Mark Jackson? Yeah, I think. I can
0: totally see that. You got a New York guy loves New
1: York. One like, of our guys, Yeah. Knows how to deal with the media and all that stuff. I like I like him. I like UB Brown. Look! Look at this news,
0: though. Massachusetts Garden fired security chief two days after Charles Oakley. Incident. What? <laughs> are what? You, are you serious? Wow! Wow! I, th- only the Knicks. It only happens to the Knicks. The what? Laughing stock of the league right now.
1: Now, now, I really want to hear what he has to say. Get him in here for an interview. Let's talk to him about the whole Oakley incident, because he probably has some. He probably knows the real story. The chief of security yeah. probably knows the real story. I'd love to hear from him. We have to see what we really have. Immediately. I'd love to hear He'll from him. He'll
0: probably be on somebody's show explain the whole situation and saying what really, really happened because I I I'll tell you not this. not a gag order. Well, you know, that's going to do it for today's show. I'm just tired of this Knicks front and this whole Super Bowl we had today. But the, the, it's. I just hope the Knicks, they just figure this out because – I'm just getting tired of this, yo. Every season, it's been the same season and the same dysfunctionality, and they just can't figure it out. But that's gonna do it for today's show. You can follow us on the Slam City Facebook page and Twitter account at Slam City underscore 360. You can follow the Dunk 360 website at the Dunk 360. You can follow me at Morinist10 on Twitter and Mr. Mech here
1: at M R M E C C, Mr. Mech on Twitter, Instagram, and Instagram
0: about of all, the wc fifteen main website as well. You know, at www.wg60.com. That's going to do it today. You guys have a great weekend. Hopefully, the next play well. Hopefully, NBA season is better than will be expected. But,
1: Deuces.